0: Alright, you are listening to BFF.fm, and this is my Miscellaneous Music Hour, every Saturday from 12 to 1 p.m. This week I interviewed local artist Jasmine Fuego in the middle of her ep release, Living Room Tour. Jasmine traveled up and down the West Coast to share her loops and her positive energy. I actually met Jasmine about a year ago at a friend's show, and I was captivated by her words and aura. She has a few great stories uh, to share from her tour. We sat down in Berkeley where I met her at a cute little studio, had some nice coffee, kind of caught up, and then got in the interview. So that will happen after this short musical break. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
1: you're hey. In Hail Marys, I meditate for practice. Channel 9 News tell me I'm moving backwards. Eight blacks left, deaf is around the corner. Seven misleading statements by my persona. Six headlights waving in my direction. Come on. 5-0, asking me what's in my possession, yeah. I keep running, jumping the aqua, that's fire. hydrous and in hazardous smoke alarms on the back of us. for mama, don't cry for me, ride for me, drive for me, live for me, breathe for me, breathe for me sing for me, honestly, in me. I can be more than I gotta be, still from me, lie to me, nation, hypocrisy, gold on me, driving me wicked. My spirit inspired me like, yeah. Open correctional gates in high desert. Open our mind as we cast away oppression. Open the streets and watch our beliefs, and when they call my name inside the concrete, I pray it forever. Freedom, freedom, I can't move. Freedom, cut me loose. Hey, yeah. Freedom, freedom, where are you? Because I need freedom, too. I break chains all by myself. Won't let my freedom ride in hell. Hey, I'm going to keep, keep on running because the winner don't, win don't, win. don't quit. Me. Is it true? You see? Oh, I'm finally getting
0: So now we're here with Jasmine Fuego. How are you doing?
3: Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me yeah. again. Yeah.
0: So just for our listeners, we're um, in Berkeley, right? Yes. Considered Berkeley, North Oakland, Ashby. South Berkeley,
3: North Oakland.
0: Okay. Beautiful neighborhood. Oakley. Oakley. I like Oakley. <laughs> if it wasn't already like a TM, like tra- yeah, trademark Oops. or whatever. Um, cool. So beautiful neighborhood. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for coming. I yeah. know it's
3: really far across the bridge sometimes.
0: Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, we had a whole conversation about how close this neighborhood is and block parties. There's a block party next Thursday, Tuesday? First Tuesday of Tuesday. every month. Cool.
3: Uh, yes, first Tuesday of every month. Yeah, this neighborhood's super just, like, dialed in with, um, with the creative community here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of artists in the neighborhood um, and a lot of, like, Building in this community, we're working right now um, with a few different organizations that are based here and different businesses right up on this block that we're sitting on um, to take out some parking spaces and put a parklet. Oh, cool! In. Yeah, very cool. I'm really excited about that. I love that. So, so learning about city
0: building codes and yeah, all of that. We should talk to uh, Nick about that. My boyfriend, oh, yeah. he does urban planning. Oh, nice. Yeah, totally. I'll hook you guys up actually. Um, cool. So. Let's get into it slowly. Yeah. Yeah, down. we were talking about a lot of stuff that we want to talk about, and um, Jasmine's been up to some f- really, really great things. Um, and then, how do you say that? Like, sh- you're in the middle of a tour. You're on the I'm last I'm in the leg middle of, of a tour. tour. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's
3: so strange. It feels, <laughs> like, it. really strange to even say that. It's like, what is, right? does that even mean? Yeah, so
0: something <laughs> we were talking about... Um, was the difference? I think this was the last thing we talked about before recording, but the decision and the difference of having a living room tour as mm-hmm. opposed to like a major venue, kind of, um, you know, like try to get people to come and you're selling so the tickets, more and, route. right? Totally. So maybe we can talk about um, the shows you were playing that inspired you to do this kind of tour, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah like how I'm curious how you went around booking this because to me, a living room tour sounds, I don't know, just like it sounds like it's more effort than a mainstream venue tour.
3: yeah, it's interesting. I've gotten that reflection a lot from folks. and I have been on the back end of booking a lot of those mainstream, like uh, more traditional tours where people are booking okay. venues and festivals and stuff or in different cities and and states. And I was really clear about not wanting to do that for my first round. Um, I was super clear right. <laughs> about that. Uh, last October, I played a SoFar Sound show. And for the listeners, I'm sure a lot of you know about SoFar Sounds, but it's an amazing collective mm-hmm. of, of artists and organizers who put on these house shows all around the, the world. Um, and I got invited to play one in San Francisco back in October, and when I have been to house concerts before in my life, but I kind of just thought it was like more like reserved for singer-songwriters right. and people who just play guitar and do more acoustic stuff. And it's like, oh, I wonder how my music's gonna land since I use the vocal loop pedal and mm-hmm. have some backing tracks and stuff sometimes, and sometimes do acoustic stuff. But just was wondering like how my type of music lands in right. that space. And I came there and and played for my 25 minute set and just like in all of my experience of performing and I've performed like on massive stages before opening for other people or when I was a dancer like performing at Red Rocks in front of 10,000 people just like it doesn't there was nothing that I felt more there was never a time where I felt more connected more intimate to an audience member or it felt like a really co-creative experience to be
0: Like, literally on the same plane, like, on the same living room floor that everyone's sitting on. That's so interesting. I never thought about that. Like, the physical elevation that happens when you're in a venue.
3: Yeah. I mean, Um, you're literally on a pedestal. Right. And it kind of, like, reiterates this, like, strange paradigm of, like, these i don't know like superstars that you right. were just like so untouchable
0: it's like that they're you... exactly. like in a different
3: context and you, and you're you're not connected to them and like when i'm and, and i've played some house shows where there's a little bit of elevation mm-hmm. just like for so logistics can see you <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but but there's so little barrier there and there's so there's like nothing to hide behind like i can't hide behind fancy lights i can't right. hide behind Um, you know really awesome projections behind me it's really just me and who's ever playing with me and what I'm offering and the people who are there are like they're a part of it they're like Mm -hmm. really creating the space because if like the vibes are weird like you can feel it feel it you feel it and in these shows I I found playing those so far sound shows that there's just like so much love and appreciation Mm -hmm. for what I was offering as an artist that just like, oh, yeah, this is the thing. Like, this is how I want to, at least for now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I don't want fans. Right. That might happen. And if that happens, like, thank you. Right. But, like, I want to create community. Right. I want community. Like, I love talking to people before my shows. I love hanging out and eating with them afterwards and having a little bonfire. Like, I really want to create community because, right. for me, like, art isn't just about, glorifying myself Mm -hmm. and and there's nothing against artists who who do just talk about themselves and and are down for that um that's just like not what i'm building Mm -hmm. and what i'm building is all about like let's talk about how ourselves relate to one another and the world around us and how can we just be better right so the living room tour just seemed like a natural way to do that and as far as like booking it um because i'm involved with so many other large projects I kind of have a large community throughout the country through permaculture permaculture work and work that I do with uh with youth education Mm -hmm. um that I kind of just put out a call on my newsletter and on my Facebook pages back in March and said hey I have this dream this is something that I want to do who's down like gave a rough description of what I think the tour would look like and what the shows might look like and about 50 people sent me messages
0: saying that that's they... That's great. Yeah, lots that's of... so... That's impressive for, like, a house show. Cause right? Because it's very, like, hey, let me come into your space and, like, totally. invite people that you may not know. Well, that,
3: so that's... So that's the difference in how mm-hmm. I'm doing it because, um, actually, I don't do any of the promotions. So the model that I'm using is... Cool. Um, the people invite me into their space and they actually... Invite their community. Oh wow! So like, I ask if if it's a city that I know, some folks will be like, "Oh, can I, you know, invite a couple of folks?" But it's actually really. I'm trying to build this as a offering to the hosts in their community. Mm -hmm. So it guarantees that every single night that we play, or afternoon in some cases, that we're playing in front of totally new people who don't know me, right? Who don't know my music, who don't know my project, but they trust this person of theirs in their community, right? Um, And they love the arts and want to come and support that that's
0: so cool I just find that so much more impressive than just like yeah what I was trying to not say before but seems a little bit appropriate is like not selling yourself out even but you're like kind of pimping yourself out when you're just trying to get bodies into like a large venue Mm because you don't get paid unless you get enough people exactly
3: And with this model it's like what it does as well is is really supports these hosts in like mm-hmm. becoming active in their community, learning how basically how to organize. Like, hey, you all like they have to reach out to their friends and family right. in ways that are effective to actually like ensure that they're gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of people. Some people or some of the hosts have these skills. Some hosts have never hosted an event or a party or a dinner in their life, and they're like, "How do I do this?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, like if you want, I'm yeah. so happy to support." Like, which is cool. It, it gives them an opportunity to really step into their own power to organize their own communities, yes. which is a skill that I think any person could benefit from having.
0: Totally. So there's there's a big can of, not can of worms, because worms are kind of gross, but <laughs> there's a lot of stuff to talk about with you. You're a very impressive person, um, and we're starting to, like, niche at the tips of those things. Yeah. Um, let's do... A break for a song Mm -hmm. and then what I want to talk about when we come back um, just so the listeners know and can kind of keep along um, Jasmine mentioned the Permaculture Action Network so I want to get into that and then kind of get into her work with um, kids which I think is just so so amazing and um, very beneficial for communities so what's the first track you want to play (laughs) <laughs> good
3: question. Yeah, I think I'd love to to start with um, the intro track to my EP, Unraveled. Um, it's a track called Woman, and I wrote this track from uh, I wrote this after spending the whole day at the Women's March, and so it's it's a song, but um, it really feels like an incantation to the woman inside of all of us yeah. men and women and all of the people in between
0: cool I saw on your Facebook um who was the little girl that was singing in is it your niece no actually she's just it's a, like a fan's a, a fan's daughter that's so cute I yeah. saw that and I was dying I watched the entire thing like two or three times
3: it was so <laughs> it's cute it's so cute it's it's everything that I could ever want for my project. Yeah, And I have another video of, of a younger boy singing oh, yeah. it. And yes. like that idea of just like a four-year-old like, child who's singing, I am the woman, the yeah. peace, and the war. I'm just like, OK. So um, cool. the song is called Woman, and it's the intro piece to my EP that's debuting Very in cool. August.
4: Yeah. I am the woman, the peace, and the war. I am the one with so much force. If I keep singing about my story, We will all know where we come from I am the woman, the peace in the war I am the one with so much force If I keep singing about my story We will all know where we come from I am the woman, the peace in the war I am the one with so much force If I keep singing about my story We will all know where we come from I am the woman, the peace and the war. I am the one with so much force. But I keep singing about my story. We will all know where we come from. I don't.
0: All right, so we're here with Jasmine Fuego. Hey. Um, hey, Maddie. Yeah, so let's, uh, real quick, let's promote some of your stuff really quick, because we're yeah. going to, we're talking about some really substantial things, but we do want to make sure you're getting the word out. So we have your newsletter, yes. which I'm a part of, and um, gosh, when did we meet? We met at a Lost Church show like a year ago. Last
3: July, I think, or August. Oh, really? It was almost a okay. year ago. I
0: was going to say, if you told me it was two years, I'd believe it. Time goes by so well, it, freaking it fast. it feels like it. I know.
3: Well, when you stay connected to someone, in a
0: way, it does yeah. feel it feels like it. Those are one of the things where social media is okay. hmm You know? Because <laughs> it's like... Well, and the it's newsletter. trash, mostly. And then the newsletter, and, like, I get to see what you're up to with social media. And, you know, just in general, where it's like, everyone's so busy. But, um, so, newsletter.
3: Yeah, so my newsletter is called The Fuego Effect, and, uh... It's not really coming out on a regular basis. It's like every other month, every two, three months, you know. But I I fill it with um, obviously things that I'm up to, um, upcoming shows, events, workshops that I'm teaching. But um, it's been really focused heavily on stories, really heavily. As a as an artist, I really feel like one of my get gifts that I get to offer is like being a story keeper of, of this time, at the very oh least the story keeper of what's happening in my own life. And I've been amazed that every single day I end up meeting someone, So just a, someone on BART, someone in the coffee shop, um, someone at an amazing show who's doing incredible work. And it inspires me to keep doing the work that I'm doing and to really be bringing my heart into it. So I have dedicated a portion of the Fuego Effect to the incredible people that I'm meeting all the time, because I think we have this idea of like who, who's changing the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not who you'd
0: expect. It's it's
3: not always who you expect. It's 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 folks who are working in the schools. It's folks who are driving the buses. It's folks who are at the cashier line at the stores. It's like every single one of us is offering our piece, and so I'm really dedicating the Fuego Effect to to sharing as many of those stories as I can. That's great. So yeah, please subscribe. You can do that um, on my website, jasminefuego.com.
0: Cool. Yeah, the website, your website's crazy. It's got so much. (laughs) It's like, you're doing so much. It's so great. Yeah, any Um, web
3: designers out there want to help me make that look more cohesive? Yeah, I think it's it's all right. It's
0: not, yeah, it's definitely not bad. It's easily uh, accessible, I guess you'd say. Okay. Um, Cool. So we have so much to talk about. So I want to break it up a little bit, and actually, let's talk about your tour. Yeah. So what was... Tour life? Yeah, like just classic, (laughs) like, I'm sure there's an event that you'll remember the rest of your life, like something that happened that was amazing, maybe not amazing, and you'll remember for the rest of your Mm -hmm. life. Um, You're not done yet, so this is just like as of now. Totally. Right in the middle. Yeah, so we've got
3: about... Three shows left um, on the Unraveled Living Room Tour, and something that happened that was really incredible to me uh, at a show in LA last weekend. And I I don't know how much this like relates to other touring artists. <laughs> it doesn't actually. It just relates to me, but it really it really amazed me. Um, I have like a very strange family makeup mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't tell one of my family members that I was playing in LA. And they uh, live there? And they they actually don't live there but they live in SoCal and it's okay. like the closest you, I was playing to them. They could have yeah, come. Yeah. Um, just because of lots of different family dynamics I was trying to navigate. And um, I didn't invite this person because um, I, I invited lots of other family members. Mm-hmm. And I, they didn't come, and I was really bummed out about it because I'm rarely that close, um, like geographically, to my dad and his side of the family, and I was just really bummed out. um, And it's kind of been like a thing I've been like working with my whole life is like my relationship to to my family, as I'm sure a lot of us Mm -hmm. are. And in the middle of my set, there was a song that I was singing that I wrote about. Um, my complicated relationship to my father and my ex stepmother. So, okay. The, the woman who was, in it now, yeah. yeah, we're getting <laughs> in it. My, my ex stepmom, she, she shows up in the middle of my set and she lives like two and a half hours oh, away wow! and she just happened to be friends with the host of the house show on Facebook. Um, okay. Life. Okay. Right? Yeah. Right. She was friends right. with her on Facebook, uh, from, like a decade ago right and she saw that I was playing there and drove two and a half hours oh to come and see me and walked in right as I'm singing this song about my very complicated relationship with my father and her ex-husband and it was just like one Did of you those keep it together I tried my like, best <laughs> I tried my, my best goodness it was it was I really like ch- I know I was <laughs> like oh you know, the, the loops were harder after after right. that point, but it's special. it was a real moment because in the middle of the song, I was like, oh my gosh, you're here. Right. I like stopped singing and oh, said, really? oh my gosh. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to make a scene, but people there, I mean, that's kind of the beauty and a little bit of the like intimidating part mm-hmm. about this living room tour is like people are seeing my raw ass right, <laughs> experience right. Right. as an artist, which is really just a person who, like, who has feelings and has found different ways to express right. those feelings um but it was a it was a really vulnerable moment and and I loved sharing that with a room full of strangers yeah. and I think in a world where we're like taught to a society where we're taught to conceal mm-hmm. our emotions Absolutely. even though like quote unquote emotion good emotions that right. like our joy and
0: excitement well, especially as women I think it's pretty fair to say, like absolutely, men feel it. I men one hundred percent feel it because they're not supposed to show emotion, period. But mm-hmm. it's like women have to. I don't know. We're just more emotional beings, I think. And so, yeah,
3: and I mean, for me, I was raised by all women, and I was kind of raised. I think with something that men are stereotypically raised with is like, don't let anyone see you right. cry. Don't let me see see you feeling weak. Like, you know, especially in us when I'm performing. But I just like you know forget that like that's right. just not what I'm trying to build in my life and, and I, I don't think
0: that's natural
3: it's not natural but it it's it's like not but then like it is because it's what's been society. hammered into people through society for so long yeah. and I was playing in LA which in an area of what I felt like was like ooh, like LA like bougie LA life yeah, yeah. um in front of people who have probably never been in was a living room was this the concert. Venice one um, Venice show? no this is not Beverly Hills oh
0: okay yeah. okay I see yeah. like LA and then Venice and
3: yeah, it's, wow.
0: it's That's it was, the a, bougie. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. Um, but I think it was a touching moment, mm-hmm. um, for folks. I had a lot of folks come up to me afterwards and, and say, you know, share with me their stories with their families. Oh, wow. And, um, That's special. and how that, what that moment did for them and how it affected them and how beautiful it was to see an artist like, you know, mid tier still singing, still right. doing just like, it's a lot. Um, and it's, I mean, it's definitely a lot for me to be able to expose myself that much Mm -hmm. wasn't a part of the plan, but, um, but that was a surprise from tour that really, really touched me. It's great. Um, it made it worth it.
0: That was so much more than I expected. Yeah. Right. I was trying to think of like a simple, (laughs) I was trying to think
3: of like a basic thing to say that can help other artists, but if I mean, okay. Other artists (laughs) who want to maybe do a living room tour, just like there's no there's no need to hold back I mean if do what feels comfortable like but I I often want to challenge myself as an artist to be uncomfortable sometimes because it's a part of the process
0: I like the idea of you giving yourself as like the entertainment for a community that's already there like you're saying and so like how you don't book the show Mm -hmm. so by just uh naturally they're now in your community absolutely you know I think that's great Thank Such you. a good story. I Thanks. Like all the feels,
3: all the feels, yeah. the feelings parade out here. I love
0: it. <laughs> um, so I know we said we're gonna talk about permaculture, but let's go to a track. Yes. And everyone can dry their eyes from yes. <laughs> that story, and then we'll come back. Um, I think we have like 15 more minutes, and then we'll talk about all the really, really great things that Jasmine's doing here in the community, and how far out do you think? And how far out into the country? Yeah, like just um, in general.
3: New York and North Carolina, as far as I'm going this this time around. Cool. Yeah, awesome.
0: All right. So, what track do you want to play next? Um, I'm gonna
3: play you. Uh, I'm gonna play you the track that I was playing. Nice. That I was secretly that hoping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a track that's called "Light Up the Night," and it's about love and the time of the revolution.
4: Take this heart Make it better Put my rain boots on Face the stormy weather If I can't do it on my own Could we please do it together? Cause I don't want to I can't just give up These days been so rough Everybody wants to be tough But I ain't scared to say when I'm weak My strength is vulnerability Hey I tried to make us go back, but you and I both know we can't have that, I come too far to be turned But I ain't scared to say when I'm weak, my strength is vulnerability. When times get too rough, you don't have to act so tough. Just come and lean on me, true strength is vulnerability. Gonna be strong, gonna be fine We got the love, we don't need to fight Nobody's wrong, nobody's right Yeah, that kind of love Gonna be strong, gonna be fine Fire and light up the night. We will walk through the fire and light up the night. We will walk through the fire and light up the night. We will light up the night. We will light up the night. Up the night. Gonna be strong, gonna be fine. We got the love, we don't need to fight. Hold that.
0: back we're back we're back we have Jasmine Fuego in the studio bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow. Bow, bow. Uh, <laughs> we've been talking about the tour your music um, stories from tour listen to a couple tracks so now we're going to kind of close out the interview with talking about your social work yeah is that appropriate Feel, to say yeah I think so like community work I'd say community building yeah, that feels better totally um <laughs> So you mentioned Permaculture Action Network. Um, so talk about that a little bit.
3: Totally. Yeah, the Permaculture Action Network was really birthed out of um, the music festival culture. Uh, I spent a lot of my like younger twenties going, yeah, I know, right? Ooh, <laughs> music
0: festivals. I know that's <laughs> no, good.
3: It's yeah. So I, I as a dancer I, I would go to a lot of them because I love to dance and I love mm-hmm. to perform. And uh, at the particular festivals I was going to, there was a lot of talk about transformation. And what I saw was there was definitely, I mean, even in myself, just like in three or four days, being out in the land somewhere, camping, and connecting with people in a more intimate way, like there was some transformation happening, but it felt like after I left the space that there wasn't a lot of opportunity or even encouragement to integrate that. Okay. Um, And I began having those conversations with other artists and other people um, who frequented those events a lot. And we talked a lot about like, well, how does this, how are we really transforming if like we're only gathering every couple of months for a couple of days and, and and then we go back home and we're just doing the same thing.
0: Which is very mirroring of what's happening now. It's it's very
3: mirroring. It's very mirroring of just like a larger cultural narrative of the Western world. Um, especially in the quote-unquote conscious community, I think. Actually, I was gonna say
0: certain communities need work with that all the time, and like
3: totally. Yeah. Um, and so, the Permaculture Action Network was birthed out of how do we utilize um, just the sheer power of gathering lots of people together? And music has the power of doing that, mm-hmm. right? People come to music festivals to hear music and dance right. with each other, and that that has just such a huge draw to our souls as as people. You know, mm-hmm. we want to celebrate. Uh, but we decided, why not, like, let's dance, let's celebrate. But how about the day before, the day after? How about we build something together? How about we plant something together? How about if we're an artist and we're on tour, mm-hmm. instead of just blazing through city to city in our tour bus, like, let's stop for a day before after yeah. and connect with local local organizations, local projects that are, doing tons of incredible work that actually strengthen this community more than just one night of dancing. Right. Um, But that maybe don't have a lot of following or don't have a lot of reach outside of their own volunteer base. Mm -hmm. Um, So the Permaculture Action Tour was really birthed out of that, seeing that need um, Mm -hmm. and seeing the potential that concerts and festivals have for gathering people. Um, But like, let's like give people a thing to do. That's going to be lasting a lot longer than three or four hours.
0: Yeah. So something that we talked about that I was, um, you know, kind of talking to Jasmine about was the lifestyle aspect of this. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a perfect segue into just talking about like, you know, you go to a music festival, you go to a show, you go to one workshop, you, you know, even honestly, people that go to the women's marches that don't do anything after that. And I was very critical of like my male friends um just about like yeah but then also you realize that like not that you live there's a difference between doing something and not doing anything as mm-hmm. like you're not adding harm by not doing anything but you could be doing something more
3: totally the best picture i saw from the women's march was this <laughs> this person holding up a sign that said uh we'll see all you nice white ladies at the next black lives yeah. matter
0: mal- rally right, right? i was like yeah yeah that's it like, which is so crazy because like I'll hear <laughs> it's um to me my experience with that was like arguing with these older white women on my friend's page who went with me to the march mm-hmm. and how they're like you know our life isn't bad and it's like yeah yours isn't and mine isn't but like and mine isn't right like that's <laughs> you know? the point like I think uh I was but men- these aren't separate issues is right the thing that's the thing, is that's we were kind of talking about it before, like it's the imperialism of it all and it's not party, it's not it's it's color and class because of these systems. Yeah. And where at the end of the day, if everybody fighting for true equality, it wouldn't be about who won the presidency. Mm-hmm. Everyone would be out there marching. Because Absolutely. it's elitism, it's not red or blue. Absolutely.
3: There's a beautiful quote from Martin Luther King, um, and I can't actually remember which speech it's from, but it says that injustice any injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Right. So
0: you I mean, know, it's the weakest link. Like we learn these in elementary school, and then somehow when we're eighteen, it all goes out the window. Absolutely. You know? And
3: so that's why, like, as an artist and as an educator, for me, it's it's really hard. I'm often asked the question of like, so what's your main thing? Like, what do you like? What do you really do? Because I. You know, if you look at my website or just having a conversation with me, you can see that I'm involved in a lot of things. But for me, it's like I'm just living life. I'm a whole person. This is a whole system that we're a part of. And educating our youth, working with youth is a part of that. And music and art, art is like what holds culture. Mm -hmm. That is a huge part of that. And um, being able to interact with like my quote unquote government like that is important to me right um and interacting with my community and making sure to build that strong like there's not one part isn't more important to me so i think it's really important for us to remember like we're part of a whole system and and bringing that into our own lives right like from the things that we eat to like our our practices our health practices and the people that we surround ourselves with the places that we go but also how we relate to the larger world of, like, do we know who our city officials are? Like, Do we know what they stand for? Do we know, like, where our local grocery store gets their stuff? Right. You know, really asking ourselves, looking at the macro and the micro of how Mm -hmm. we are relating to the rest of the world is so important right now because it's not just one thing.
0: Right. It's everything. It's crazy. This is totally off topic, but (laughs) just yesterday I wanted to go – I saw an ad, and it was, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson – and I was, like, all hungover, so I was, like, half out of it. But it was, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson wearing a Resist shirt, and I went to go buy it, and my boyfriend was, like, oh, I don't want to, like, you should look up the company first. And mm-hmm. I did, and it was an awful company. And I was, like, what the hell? You know, like, that's, so, like, kudos, and now I will do that forever because it was just, a, like, a T-shirt. And it's that kind of thing where um, I love that you brought that up, that it's, where you shop who you're giving your money to because it's the bank thing like I left banks because I was against the pipeline and was like you're a hypocrite you left a all banks, credit,
3: credit unions yeah, as well
0: like all of your what? credit unions
3: as well all of it they what? or do you have do you bank with a credit union yeah. now? okay great or, oh,
0: oh my gosh I thought you were telling me they're I th- bad
3: too my no, eyes no, no, I was no, like no. no what do I, I do? I thought you meant you were like left banking like you're only living in cash I was like, no I wish
0: I could do that no, that's yeah, the right. other system thing is like you can't even do that you have to be in debt to anyways totally off topic
4: (laughs) yeah
0: right (laughs) Uh, so back to I do want to talk about your um, work with children yeah and what you do because I found some parallels that I want to talk about while reading about like specifically what you do with children Yeah. Um, I remember last year I think one of the things apart from you explaining what one of your songs was about and it was just about independence as a woman but Mm -hmm. like being in a new relationship and not I don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. talking about that but I was like Hell yeah, because I was, like, out of one, and to me it was the, it just resonated with me a lot. And then you were talking about um, your garden, like, working with community gardens yes. and kids and, like, teaching kids about food and, like, how to become a part of your community. So how has that, um, I don't know, how have you, like, grown and gotten that going? Totally. I guess. So I work with a nonprofit
3: called the Mindful Life Project. Um, we mostly work in Richmond, California, uh, but we also sir, um, provide service to some Oakland schools. Uh, we only work with public schools. And what the Mindful Life Project mostly does is mindfulness and emotional intelligence education mm-hmm. for youth. And for me, like as a permaculturalist or an ecologist and or systems thinker, um, I kind of think of it mindfulness is like inner permaculture, like permaculture and the way the conventional way of thinking is like the study of how nature organizes itself. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel like mindfulness is the, like how we as humans interact with ourselves, with our own emotions. And what I love about this work that we do with children is we're really giving them tools to be able to claim their experience And take responsibility for our experiences. I've I've heard so many times growing up, like you just can't control the way you feel. You can't control the way you feel. It's like, well, wait, like now that I'm adult, like what are you actually trying to say? Right. Are you trying to say like if I'm feeling mad and then I then punch someone in the face, like I couldn't control that? Like Mm -mm. those are two separate things. The emotion is real, and we can't always control or choose. I'm sure we wish we could, but we can't (laughs) always choose what emotions that we're feeling. Right. Um at least initially. At least initially. But, like, our responses or, or reactions to those emotions, those are totally a choice. Mm-hmm. And there are very practical skills that we can practice mm-hmm. um, to be able to do that, right, to really take care of ourselves and, obviously, then our community, right? Because if right. we are taking that moment to really reflect of, like, okay, I'm feeling angry right now, what do I need to do to take care of myself? Maybe I need to take a walk. Maybe I need to take a deep breath. Maybe mm-hmm. um, I need to do a little bit of movement. Maybe i need to name the emotion and name it to the person who right, i'm interacting that's what I was with thinking, yeah. and like you know that it's for me it comes all back into this like how are we really building our society how are we really building our community because if i think about it like these if we all had this type of education mm-hmm. as a child like we would be living in a if every single person was required to right. learn mindfulness to learn their emotions to learn about the anatomy of their body to learn around uh, about like the parts of our brains that are activated right. when we're feeling sorts of things and how to like actually how to control the different functions of our brain right um
0: i think that comes down to to like something we very 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 like briefly kind of mentioned in passing was like kids being put on medication instead of eating well or exactly. you know like like you say meditating or like just stopping for one second, you know, where it's like, why are you giving seven-year-olds Adderall?
3: Absolutely. there. You know? it's, it's a whole child, right. right? The
0: child needs to learn about their body,
3: needs to learn about their emotions, needs to learn that there are choices and how we respond to ourselves mm-hmm. and to each other. Um, and then also, like, needs to be supported by their environment, by their schools, with the food they eat, with right. what type of activities they have access to. And what I love about this mindfulness work is, like, for me, as a 26-year-old woman, like this work came to me when I was maybe like 21 through like yoga and right. um, different spiritual practices. I was just dabbling around right. in my early 20s because like,
0: who am I? Yeah, <laughs> um, I want to learn how to feel. I want to learn everything. <laughs> uh,
3: but I was, you know, a f- grown-ass woman by the mm-hmm. time I started to learn about, oh, I am not mad. I am feeling anger, and I can respond in whatever way I choose. Right. Whereas like I work with 4-year-olds as the youngest person the youngest child that I work with and up to 18 years old. Like I have 4-year-olds who are like Yeah, Miss Jazz, so my little brother, he like took my toy and I was going to throw it at him, but then I just decided to take a mindful breath and ask it ba- ask for it back
0: kindly. Oh my goodness. And it's my just heart like,
4: you
3: know, like he and it's so, so cute and that. it's so beautiful. But like the, the children that I serve right. are the children who are totally targeted by all of the food companies I, by yeah. by all of the, their communities are being policed more mm-hmm. than any other community. And they're targeted their their school systems are less funded. These are the communities these children are growing up in the communities that are traditionally marginalized mm-hmm. from most access to most things. Yeah. And the fact that they are at such a young age learning. How to take care of themselves, how to care for themselves, how to care for their communities, and how to make choices and to learn that, like, we are not, um, we are not captive by the world around us, like, we can't always control what other people do, we can't control all the time everything that's happening around us, but what we can control is our own response and reactions to these things. Right. And, like, that is a very empowering thing to learn at four years old, because I, I think about it every single day, like, oh, these kids are going to be adults one day. These kids are going to be making decisions. Right. This child can either be pulling the trigger of a gun, or it can be the person who's, like, mediating the situation. Exactly, right. Um. And, like, working with kids was never a part of the prayer for my life, but since I have been for the last uh two years I just can't imagine like not right like not (laughs) paying attention not paying attention it's so it's so important like you know when I'm older God willing that I make it there like these these children are gonna be guiding the world right um and
0: they're starting that now yeah that's what I was thinking when you were just telling me this um Jasmine and I, we were talking a little bit before about channeling the hate that's around right now and yeah. all the negativity into love and smiling at your neighbors and yes. paying attention to somebody that is f- like visibly not having a great time or mm-hmm. like having a hard time getting through life. And I think it's super, I just think it's so important and so great that you're doing work that is instilling, cause 100% these kids are not going to walk around as angry anymore because, you know, they go through things that, like, a lot of people don't have to go through. And you can that's either... such a young age. Right. And you can be angry about it and no one will blame you because that's some shit that, like, adults... I mean, like what's happening right now in the freaking Senate. Like, these are, like, Real things. old people that are, like, this isn't fair when yeah. a four-year-old is looking at the same people like, welcome to my life. Totally. So I think it's great because this is such a um, an active place. Absolutely. And these kids are going to help change it, I think.
3: Totally. I feel like the overarching theme of my life mm-hmm. and the work that I do, the various types of work that I do is connection. Um, that has been the most important factor of my life is like connecting to other humans because I don't know what I don't know and I know right. things that you don't know and you know things that I don't know and we'll never figure that out right? Um, until we just share with each other and be vulnerable it doesn't mean like everyone let's like love each other and we're gonna be friends forever and we're just gonna like that would be amazing but like that's not necessarily the goal for me mm-hmm. it's like I I want to feel seen and I want to see people and we all just have so much knowledge And it's about time that we start sharing that. Like, I can't, I'm not looking to my, my president or the government or like, I'm not looking to anyone to save my community. Like, it's going to be up to me and the people that I see every single day and the way that we treat ourselves Mm -hmm. and the way that we treat each other is going to define like determine that Mm -hmm. and we actually have the power to do that whether you're an artist whether you're a teacher whether you're a janitor a cook right we have the power to like look at someone in the eyes and say hello like how are you i see you and the difference that that can make is just so like it's not measurable it's so infinite and i I think about this quote from tic not con which is you can count how many apples are on a tree but you never know how many seeds are in each oh, apple. yeah. I like that. It's And, like, we, we get so caught up, like, well, what can I do? Everything's so messed up. What can I do? But, like, who knows how much of an effect just a smile right. can make on one person and right. who that person affects in their life and who
0: those people affect. It's, we are so powerful, and we have to reclaim that. It's so interesting, because as you're saying this, I'm thinking of, like, I feel, I've always, I grew up, like, in a Disney household, so I've always been very, like, <laughs> Snow Whitey, right? Yeah. So you're like, hey, how are you? How Kinda are you? Look like her, too. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, and I feel like, especially working in downtown San Francisco, I work at a little coffee shop, and just being outside and being somebody that's trying to smile, and, like, I don't know, I feel like, I don't want to get too into, like, what's going on in San Francisco as far as, like, gentrification, but you can't help but bring it up that, like, Absolutely. there's just people that don't... It's, it's like, everyone's in their phones. Everyone is on Tinder. Everyone is on Snapchat. You know, like, everyone is so... They get startled. Like, people get startled when someone, like, says hi or if you bump into somebody, it's a city. You're going to bump into people. Like, All something as trivial as that is, like... I notice that people respond so much more if I'm saying hello. It's almost like, oh my gosh, that's people still do that, and it's like, oh gosh, you know, like
4: yeah. Well, uh, we
3: get to just shake up the norm, right? Because it 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 shakes us back into like, oh wait, I'm a human in a body with other humans who are in a body, and it might be startling, and that's okay, and it's okay to feel afraid sometimes, right? Uh, I think you gotta just like it's literally waking people up.
2: We not are our, sleepwalking.
3: It's crazy. And yes, so do that. You right know, Try to like I mean,
0: try to like respect people's space. Oh, yeah, but yeah. like
3: even eye contact. Yeah,
0: that's honestly something as simple as that. Like that's what's crazy to me, is that we're not even talking like you know, grabbing people and like getting in them off. The, off would their you phone. like a hug? Right. <laughs> no. Exactly.
3: Oh, all right, so man, this is amazing. Thanks I know. for having me. I'm all me. like hyped up now. I know. We gotta, we gotta come. I want to do this again. I yeah, come we should. Back. Totally.
0: Maybe we'll do like a post tour, like once it's all done. Yeah. That'd be cool. Post tour recap. I'm sure there's yeah, going to be some yeah. really
3: strange things, totally. strange
0: stories. Yeah, you should try to collect some audio if you go to Cuba too. If Absolutely. That'd be cool. Yeah. Totally. Well, thanks for doing this. Totally. We yeah. had like some scheduling stuff, so it's finally happening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The uh, life of people these days. I
3: know. Well, you all can stay in contact with me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Visit me on my website, jasminefuego.com, and you can find me at Jasmine Fuego for everything.
0: Yeah. Cool. Cool.
3: Uh, and look out for Unraveled, the EP. It comes yes, out in August.
0: Totally. So let's go out on a track. What do you want to play last?
3: Oh, man. Well, I've, I've hit you all with a lot of heavy stuff, so I think I'm going to play you all love song, which is... Uh, which is a song right in the middle of the EP and it's just a little turn up for all the lovers enjoy
4: cute <laughs>
0: Fuego. Uh, She just released her EP Unraveled. You can check her out on jasminefuego.com or on Facebook. Uh, Make sure to sign up for her newsletter because she's got a ton of amazing things going on. Thank you for listening to my miscellaneous music hour. I will be back next week from 12 to 1 p.m. only on bff.fm.